Happy December, everybody. Good evening. It is me, Mr. Skullhead, on the 10 Dozen Minutes of Jake and Mr. Skullhead show. The increasingly inaccurately named 10 Dozen Minutes with Jake and Mr. Skullhead show. Uh, it is Monday. It is 12, 17, 12. Uh, oh my god, that's the only time in the history of man there will be a 12, 17, 12 uh, until a thousand years from now. Anyway, we should all freak out about that. Uh, Jake is still... Uh, throat hurt from uh, having had his tonsils <coughs> his tonsils ripped out of his body. Fortunately, my voice is fine. Anyway, uh, so filling in for Jake tonight is going to be the inimitable and awesome Troubleface, so we're going to give her a call. Theoretically. Hello, that is really weird to be looking at a picture of Jick and hearing your voice. Sorry, bro. It's like I didn't I, I didn't do it. It's like every beautiful dream I've ever had. <laughs> so hey everybody, this is Troubleface. She's awesome. She Hi. actually plays Kingdom of Loathing. And might be I able do to play that game. You might be able to answer some intelligent questions. <sighs> I've got uh, I've got constant throat clearing syndrome so that's gonna be fun cool cool i i cannot if it makes your fantasy feel any better i could pretend that i'm actually jick and this is what my voice sounds like now that my tonsils are gone oh yeah i could say uh yeah. they accidentally took my testicles instead of my tonsils <laughs> they shaved down some of my uh i something Eso esophagus is that no? That's not where your voice box is. I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. It'd be really weird if your esophagus was where your voice box is. Then every time you ate something, you you would talk like all phlegmy. Well, I mean, his uh, his uvula looks like a cock and balls now. It's pretty great. Wow, I had no idea that a uvula could look like a cock and balls. I didn't either, and I didn't believe it until I saw it. See, kids, the world is always a more magical place than you can imagine. <laughs> That's excellent. <clears throat> yeah. So how are you doing? What's up? You're getting ready for Christmas? Do you do Christmas? Uh, how do you feel yes. about Christmas? I am usually a Scrooge about Christmas, and for some reason this year, I'm, I'm getting pretty into it. I, uh, it's a homemade, homemade Christmas. I'm making most of the gifts for people and... Uh, Making my own paper crafted garland for our sweet tree that we got. What kind of tree did you get? Uh, I don't. Some royal, some fur royal, butts. butts. Royal butt fur. We got a butts tree. Yeah. Um, it's it's much much nicer than the uh, the Charlie Brown tree we had last year. That was actually Jick going out and cutting a tree down and this year they just went to a lot and got one of the pre-chopped trees and it's yeah we went one time to cut a tree when i was growing up you know like even in prescott which had a forest next door but the forest right. that you get to go to when you pull the permit is like the tallest thing there is like a five foot tall bush so we ended up with this five-foot-tall, stunted little tree that 
my uh, little my big sister pitched a fit about because it was so small that it wasn't Christmassy enough, and we ended up. I think my dad ended up putting it on a box so that it would be tall enough to feel Christmas-like. Huh? Yeah. You could have put it on. Oh, well, hey, hey, Scully's dad in the past. You could have put it on the coffee table, and it would have been fine. Yeah. I feel guilty now. Like, I don't think I made a big deal about it, but if I did, I feel guilty now because I, they probably did that because they didn't have the money to get a tree that year. Because, you know, like growing up, we just occasionally kind of ran out of money. There's no money yeah. in, in being all Jesus-y unless you're on TV. So I know that feels. They were all, well, we're out of money, but this will be a neat experience for our whole family. And then we're like, ah, stupid Christmas bush. Wow. Yeah, there was, um, I think when I was, for a really long time, um, because my, my family, we were Jehovah's Witnesses growing up, and there were like a couple of years that we did a Christmas-esque celebration type thing where we got a tree and we each got a present, and, um, and we, my mom ended up buying this fake tree, and it was one of the ones... I, I don't know how they are now. I haven't seen one of the fake trees in a while, but it had, like, these weird hooks at the ends of every branch so that you had to figure out, like, where exactly this was supposed to hook in to the main stalk in the middle. And uh, every year that we went to go set it up, which was, I think, four or five of them interspersed throughout a couple decades, uh, uh, but... There would be, you know, one branch missing and then five branches missing and then it got to the point where we had to have it in the corner because most of it was gone. <laughs> it was a cool story, I know, but now it's weird because the, the trees that I see that people have or the store-bought ones are so much better. They've Anyways, gotten really cool. Christmas. Yeah. Growing up, we had one of the things where there was a garland that you wrapped around the center metal pole so it didn't look like a metal pole. And then, yeah, it had those... For some reason, none of the ends were the same size. Like, yeah. the bottom ones had these big fat hooks that you had to put in, so you had to, like, color match everything and build your tree. Yeah, and it took forever. Fuck that. Yeah, I told Jess... Like, the first Christmas that Jess and I had together, I said we should just get a fake tree. Like, they're really nice now. They come with the lights all up in them and everything. And she was having none of that. Fortunately, now we have... Um, her second cousin lives on a tree farm so we just get to go up there and drink hot cocoa with booze in it and go out and cut a Christmas tree for free that's pretty sweet yeah. I, I kind of insisted I'm, because of because of surgery and and all of that stuff happening um, I was concerned that we weren't going to have a tree which sucks because I decided to plan a Christmas party <laughs> <laughs> it's more of an end of the world party but it still was like it's gonna be four days before Christmas and we're not gonna have a tree and all of our friends are gonna think we're fucking weirdos but now we have a tree it's just not decorated you shouldn't nice decorate tree, it though. you should just have just the tree yeah did it have any well, roaches I've... in it does it what does it have any roaches in it jeez I hope not that was the the one time that we there was the one Christmas that we had in Phoenix. We got a tree from a tree lot and set it up in the little condo and went I went off to work and Jess called me because there was a roach like as big as a fist <laughs> crawling around that Jesus. had come out of the tree. 
Well, now I'm scared. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I do have uh, I do have a, a special ornament. It turns out I'm not allowed to put on the tree, but um, every year, uh, a couple internet friends and I exchange ornaments. And this year, the ornament that I got is a dick banana. Where <laughs> it's like it looks like a banana. It's like peeled down halfway, but then at the top, there's just a penis head on it and I'm not allowed to put it on the tree <laughs> Ooh, where will you get the uh, who did you get that from uh, I got it from my friend Daniel who I don't think he's a KOLer I don't I, oh. I don't think he is but um, it's like a secret Santa type exchange and I sent mine off two weeks ago and I was super nervous that I wasn't going to get mine in time and, and then I finally got it and I was like this is awesome and I'm really happy and and I'm excited about this, and yeah, I'm I'm not allowed to I'm not allowed to put it on the tree. Which you know, if that's the only Christmas rule, then that's okay. I'll just hang it from my computer and have it there all year round. Yeah, who says it has to be a a Christmas ornament? Yeah, Dicks are it's not pretty seasonal. not Christmas. Yeah. Santa Claus is the only one who should come once a year. Man, I totally saw, uh, on, on my way to work today, I totally saw a leather biker Santa, and it was great. It was this nice. old dude with a white beard on a motorcycle with, like, a leather Santa hat, and it was fucking awesome. And I wanted to take a picture so bad. <laughs> but then the light turned green. We were sad because for the past two or three years now, we've gone to a Santa that dresses up like Victorian kind of Father Christmas where he has a, he's got a real beard, he's got a big velvet robe, like really elaborate robe that he wears, and has a little scepter, and uh, like a wreath in his hair, and just fantastic looking dude. And you go in a couple of minutes early, and he actually sits down with your kid, and he's really great with children and can make them not be shy, you know, the kids that don't. So like, instead of just waiting in line at the mall with your kid, plunking him down on Santa's lap and getting a picture of him. And then screaming. having them scream their heads off. Yeah. So you end up with these awesome pictures with this just cool-looking guy hanging out with your kid. But this year, Santa got the flu. Aww. And they, they had to cancel a bunch of things and they weren't able to reschedule him, so... And... We didn't want to take him anywhere else. So, just... We just told him, like, I'm sorry, honey, Santa Claus has the flu, so we can't go visit him. <laughs> we could go visit oh. one of Santa's helpers at the mall if you want to, but it won't be the real guy. Oh. But you could you could always uh, you could always get somebody to to dress up. At, I'm just gonna throw this out there. This is like a commercial, but uh, I went to Joanne yesterday, and all their Christmas stuff is seventy percent off this week. So yeah. they have Santa outfit costume things you could get somebody to dress up in that it's probably like five bucks now yeah we're so sold the idea that this guy is the is the santa though yeah santa really sucks santa shit is weird especially when your kid is smart because he's he's like not even four and he's already poking holes in the thing yeah it's like so you're well, telling me that there's this key that we're gonna leave out for santa so that he can get in. Nobody else can use the key. What if he loses the key? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to lose the key. No, don't worry. Yeah, what if some random person on the street thing. finds the key 
and breaks into the house and steals all the stuff before we wake up. Because only Santa can use that key because it's a magic key. Oh. This apparently is a thing that's a thing. That to make your kid feel better, I guess to further sell the Santa lie, if you don't have a fireplace, it's uh, this huge, heavy, brass, like really elaborate looking key that is supposed to be like the magic key that lets Santa in. So you hang that on the on the outside of the door in the night, and then you put it on the inside of the door in the morning. You're like, haha, I fooled you. Yeah, thank, like thanks said, for I'm, dealing with this. I'm still a little. I, uh, I don't I've know. never heard of that. Because on the one hand, like, yeah, we're totally selling this. On the other hand, why? Why? What's in it for him? You know, he gets to believe in magic for a while, I guess. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I can't really speak for your son, but <laughs> I, I would assume that he's probably, as smart as he is, he's probably already starting to realize. Because I was told... Well, I was told by one of my friends growing up that their parents told them, because they lived in an apartment, and their parents told them that... Uh, Santa came in through the ducts, like the ventilation <laughs> ducts. <laughs> Santa is an and alien. I don't know how you would sell that to a kid, though, because you would have to like unscrew all the ducts in your house, or at least two of them, like the out and the in, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Fucking weird. Just like he's this big fat guy that goes through the ventilation ducts. That not even I can fit through. Yeah, you have to you have to be like child size to fit in through any any of the big ones. I don't know. I'm just kind of looking at the one in this room and trying to picture somebody even my size trying to fit through it. Yeah, although we're like, you can't give a kid too much credit because they will believe just about anything. Yeah. It's just that with Ollie, there's more. You have to have a little more consistency because he will also remember every goddamn thing that you tell him, ever. I know. Do you remember that time that I had him singing songs about butts and it was awesome? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are there I'm the so best. many songs about butts? <laughs> so that was great. Yes. I'm the best influence. His new song is Ina Klein and Nachtmusik, actually. He's huh. he's going around the house going do 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 like recognizably. Huh. And so dude, where did you learn that song? And took like, oh they play it at preschool, let me take a nap. Like, that's right. You should you should probably stop your kid from getting any smarter. Can you like Is it too young to start giving him like wine, maybe? I don't know, or like weed? <laughs> Make your kids start smoking weed. <laughs> you all right? Uh, watching you, Papa. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's a great idea. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, it was weird writing the Chibi Buddy stuff. So I was like, I'm basically doing that with this child, right? You know, trying to take care of his needs and making sure he doesn't get too dumb or too smart. Or too evil or too good. Keep trying to keep it alive. Yeah. I haven't I haven't even gotten one of those yet. 
Let me check. Let me check how much stuff I have. I played a whole 50 turns today. Now that we're talking about about the Kingdom of Loathing internet game. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still like 2000 pieces away from one of them. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's pretty much like I have Kingdom open right now so that I can just burn Crimbo turns. So I always set out with the intention of collecting things honestly. I don't usually manage to. I, I try to as much as possible. Um, I know Boozer Bear gave me a hand turkey and I got an orphan baby yeti for my birthday, but I think as a whole, I think I, I'm pretty pretty game play person. Hmm. Video games. You know how to video games. I do know how to video games. I have like almost 80 ascensions or something now. It's fucking weird. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, more than Nightmare does. Everybody has more than Nightmare does. Well, Nightmare is a butt. I said it. You can quote me on that, no, Internet. There's, there's scientific evidence that would indicate that he is, in fact, a butt. He is made, he, he's actually a giant butt made out of smaller butts, to be, mm. to be in. Totally. And let's honest. be real here. None of those smaller butts are really that small. Nothing about that dude is small. He's kind of a fat guy. I like the fact that even as I slowly get fatter than him and he gets thinner, it's still... The, he's still the fat joke guy. I dig that. You don't have Good. to dig it, but I do. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Update. Jick is reading Reddit right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to keep the children up to, up to the pace of, of the light. Life. Life. I have forgotten how to talk. I am so... <sighs> the good I've thing you didn't just volunteer to stuff. talk for two solid hours, because that might be embarrassing for you. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be... It's gonna be fine. It's alright. I totally wasn't still in bed when I got the text message asking me to do this show. Yeah. We kind of... <laughs> we took it pretty fucking easy today, too. The wife took a sick day. Because Ollie was kind of sick, and then she got sick as the day went by, so... Oh, that sucks. It works. We did just all the shopping in the world for uh, for Christmas things. I always want to just buy everything online for the Christmas things, but if you don't know what you want to get for somebody, you really can't find out online. You just have to go to a store where there's stuff, so you have a limited set of things to look at. I find. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I the only Christmas shopping I have done so far has been online so far, but that is because all of the actual shopping, like going to the store and buying things, was uh, just buying supplies for crafts, for making people stuff. Mm. I have a terrible addiction to things <laughs> like crafts. I've made so many perler beads. Like, my fingers are just raw at this point. It's... Uh, I got this great set of tweezers when I got my stitches taken out, which is a horrible way to get a pair of tweezers. I don't recommend it. But they have, um, like, the ends of them are long and kind of cylindrical. So they stick out about twice as tall as a perler bead is. 
and the inside of the thing, the each little cylinder is the right size to stick inside a perler bead. So it huh. makes it super easy to grab them, and you can even do two at a time with them. It's like, man, this is awesome. So I freaking medical waste. Who would have thought? I got the the perler bead company actually makes this tool that it's like one it's made out of plastic and it's all one piece and one end is like a scoop and the other end is a pair of tweezers but they're plastic and every time i try and use them i end up shooting perler beads around the room because they just it's too slippery and then um so i when when jick went to the gun show last a couple weeks ago before his surgery, so it was like two weeks ago, um, he ended up bringing me back a pair of tweezers. Yeah. It's like, oh, he brings back a fucking blowgun, and I get a fucking pair of tweezers. But, you know, I wasn't expecting anything, so I just got shot with a freaking blowgun and given a pair of tweezers. An Wait, don't the, blowgun ha- don't the blowguns have little darts in them? Because I think that goes above and beyond the things that you should expect you should accept getting shot with in a relationship. Yeah, no, it was, um, it, it came with, um, I guess, like, 15 or 20 of the, the actual, you know, metal darts that are, like, needles. Right. And then it came with a couple of rubber ones, and he, he shot me with one of the rubber ones. So, it didn't hurt, but it was just, I wasn't expecting it, so. Okay, because I figured, like, I pictured you, like, slapping your hand to your neck and pulling this thing out of your skin. Like, you know, oh, Jesus. It's all fun uh, and games until somebody shoots you with a poison dart. Yeah, Jesus. Ugh, ugh. So, if you're out there and the person that says they love you is shooting you with poison darts, guys and girls, that's not what love is, and you don't have to put up with that. And just a public service announcement. Just saying. Oh, I, I to, just to announce also, instead of trying to type and losing track of what I'm supposed to be listening to in my ear holes, um, I am a compulsive knitter, Rico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I already am, and it's it's a problem. I, I have, I also crochet a lot. I have like every size needle anybody could ever think of. Still can't knit a hat though, but that's okay. Um, Cool. So like all so of the all of the old ladies who would sit in a rocking chair and rock back and forth and knit were probably just OCD or like on the autism spectrum, but were able to channel that into making scarves. That's true. That's right. true. I did it a lot. Um, I I actually learned how to knit when I was working at a Joanne Fabrics, and I. I could just go to any of the classes that they offered there for free, which everybody else, it cost them like $30 or more. Nice. And uh, so I would just, you know, I would get done work. I, I would get done with work. I would be finished working. <laughs> done working and, with. Shh. And um, I, would, I would just, you know, take a peek into the classroom and see what was going on. So that's, that's how I learned to knit. And I, my, my mom had taught me how to crochet when I was a kid, so... Yeah, I do a lot of needle crafts. I, I haven't gotten into cross stitch yet, though. I feel like that I make too many errors to be able to cross stitch. Well, what's the difference between knitting and crocheting? Um, well, knitting—it's it, basically like the different types of um, 
knots that you're making, like knitting in order to weave and knitting a knitted thing. Uh, you need two needles and it, it wraps around one of them and then the other one scoops around and with crocheting it's it's a different shaped knot that you make and you only need the there's just like a little hooked curved little needle and it's different. It's just different. I don't know. I think crocheting is easier. Um just because I'm I always drop stitches when I knit and it mm. sucks. Because when you when you crochet, you do one knot, and then that knot is loose until you go back to it. And when you knit, you have all of your knots, they're basically knots, um, you have them all on the needle that you're still working with. So if one of them falls off the end or something, you that's called a drop stitch, and it's, it's really hard to go back and fix. So I prefer crocheting, because I make mistakes. <laughs> a lot. All right. And cross stitching is a thing that you do on a like a piece of cloth where you make little X's, right? Yes. Okay. That seems like a thing that would be fun to do. Just another way to do pixel art. Another thing that I can do Mario and Lincoln. Yeah, I mean it's. I feel like it is. It is something that if you don't mind mistakes or if you don't mind holes in your cheesecloth. I think they still they still use cheesecloth for cross stitching mostly, but um like if eh, I don't know. I just I don't I don't have patience for it. I also had a problem uh knitting for when I first started knitting, I used to do it too tight, so I would go back and be unable to do anything cuz all of my stitches were too tight. My tightness is becoming an issue. That's the no, only time no. when something is tight and it's that's, no good. That is what she said. Do you suppose that's where using tight as a as slang for good comes from? Like, man, that's as good as a vagina that's tight. Do you think? I don't know. Um. <laughs> or is it like, that's as good as a band that has practiced enough that they can play really well together? They're they're really good friends. They're tight knit crew. Oh, tight, tight knit. knit. See, yeah. see the words. I'm, oh, English. I don't recommend knitting your vagina. Those of you out there in Radio Land, <laughs> if, if if you have uh, one. Um, I'm sure people have been doing it for a long time. They've been knitting vaginas anyway. Have you never been to Regretsy? Knitting vaginas. Well, I don't mean like knitting a vagina out of yarn. I mean, like, knitting a vagina together. Don't do that. Oh, it's eight o'clock. I'm being told by Merlin in that it's eight o'clock, not, not cheesecloth. Huh. Good. Good. It's an even weave fabric with holes in the weaving made for the grid-like patterns. Good to know. Good to know. The more you know. Do-do-do-do. Um... There was something I was about to say, and then I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. That's okay. It happens to the best of us, and also to me. Um, oh. We got questions. We do. We do have questions, which I was surprised that this was even a thing. Yeah. We also have things that aren't questions, like, for example, uh, Linguini Lad says, I hope Jake gets better. Also, yay, Trubs! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> they took our derbs. I mean, yay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea. 
Um, I still want to be the guy who takes the Ermagerd meme to the next level by only using it for things that are already like that. Like Ermagerd, Berserkers. <laughs> that would be great. Furburger, Ermagerd. Ermagerd. I have a friend who is uh, violently opposed to Ermagerd. Just saying that. Like, I've taken to, instead of saying, oh my god, I just say Ermagerd now, because I live on internet. Hmm. And uh, he gets violently angry, like he wants to hit me with his fists when I say that. And totes. So, you know, <laughs> you and he would well, get along great. I, w- I would apologize about, about planting the seed of totes in your head, but I'm not sorry, so... Yeah. You know. Now that we're living with two twenty somethings in the upstairs, I like using slang like totes adorbs just to watch them go, uh You're like my dad. Like I'm <laughs> I'm twelve years older than you. I'm not at all like your dad. <laughs> now go to your room. I have a four year old. Anyway, I think that's funny because you got it from a twenty something. So that's funny to me, in yeah. my brain. You, uh, in many ways, you're like a social disease. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. A pleasant Thanks one. Thanks for the compliment. Thanks for the, uh, the linguistical STD. <laughs> linguistical STD, that'll be the title of this show. Good, good, I'm glad. I'm glad that I could be of help. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I don't know... You can, this answer. Yeah, you can throw in this thread. Uh, Chipmunk DJE, which I can only assume means DJ Eternal. Or perhaps DJ of Eternia. So he's a chipmunk who DJs in the He-Man universe. Says, Will this year's Crimbo items be farmable once Crimbo is over like last year's Crimbo Fudge and Fudge Wands? I doubt... Crimbo, Crimbo, Crimbo. I doubt that they will be readily available... They will be things that are zappable will continue to be zappable. Monsters that have been faxed or puttied will continue to be fightable. But, uh, yeah. Nothing else is going to stick around. Usually, regardless of what happens with the Crimbo event, you have until New Year's Day, or at least rollover before New Year's Day, to get all of your farming out the way. So, you got time. Don't worry about it. Spend time with your family. (laughs) Go outside. Go sledding. Build a snowman. In the meadow, you can build a snowman and uh, pretend that he is Parson Brown. That's what you should do. I've been listening to a lot of Christmas music. Then you should get married to a fellow child. What? That song makes no sense. I'm just... That song doesn't make any sense. No, like, in the meadow, they build a snowman. They Uh pretend that he's Parson Brown. Uh-huh. He interrogates them as to their marital status, like a member yeah, of the clergy Yeah, but they're children. <clears throat> oh, I figured that they were adults. They're just walking in a winter wonderland. I think oh. I got sleigh ride in winter wonderland confused. Yeah, because when they get back to their house, like, there's no parents there. They're, they're lying next to the fire, dreaming and facing unafraid the plans that they've made. And yet they're still walking in a winter wonderland, even though they're clearly not anymore. They're not even outside. Well, it's the plans that they made walking in Winter Wonderland. 
all they planned was that they were gonna marry each other or some whatever. Yeah, as soon as Parson uh, Brown gets back. Fucking Parson Brown. The other verses in the meadow we can build a snowman and pretend that he's a circus clown. We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman till the other kitties knock him down. The other kitties, do you see? They're children. They're just children. They're just children. Hey, Florin asks, who possesses or possessive deceased your favorite mustache and why? Personally, he is voting for Freddie Mercury. You know, I actually like me a a clean-shaven, mulleted Freddie Mercury. Huh. Like a, a video for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Mercury. But you're not even answering the question. It's not what's your favorite Freddie Mercury. I know cool. that was that was merely an aside. Um, Jeez. My Focus. favorite mustache is Focus. by far Sam Elliott. Hmm. Of uh, Big Lebowski fame and every other thing that needs a cowboy fame. Hmm. How about you? My, I don't know if I'm allowed to choose a, a cartoon character, but, hmm. I feel like I should have played more of this haha mustache that Gerari got me. Because uh, <laughs> then I, I would be able to pinpoint more of, of my faves. But I think Snidely Whiplash, just that, like, villainous... A really long and but curled, really curled. Yeah, that's like the classic villain mustache. I like it. Oh, I agree. I thought you were going like to say it. Yosemite Sam. I would have loved that, too. Yeah. Yeah, Yosemite Sam is up there. It's just that his is um, <laughs> cartoonishly large. <laughs> and he's constantly dealing with his biscuits being burnt. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, his his mustache is bigger than his body, and that's creepy. Hmm. That's kind, it's kind of creepy. So if you are a small person, you might want to opt for a smaller mustache. Yeah. I mean, I really... I just really like any any mustache that's a nice curl to it. Or that's, like, full-bodied. A friend of mine posted a picture of uh, his final day of November. And he he's a ginger. And it's just this beautiful, luxurious-looking full mustache. And it curls at the corners and everything. It was fantastic. I gave it an A+. I'm a little sad that uh, mustaches have now gone past just the hipster thing to just a normal dude thing to wear on your face again. I'm happy about it. Because no nobody who was born after the year 1960 looks good in a mustache. I'm, I'm gonna make a bold statement there, but I really feel yeah. No I dudes you see walking around right now who are under the age of fifty look good in their fucking mustaches, but they're gonna wear them. And you can't even say "lol hipster" because now it's just an acceptable alternative for dudes. I am totally okay mustaches. with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a mustache fan. I don't know why you gotta be hating so much. It's uh, I don't know. Grow a beard if you're gonna grow a beard. But, no, uh, because beards are kind of gross. <laughs> mustaches are super gross. Not really, if you of, can keep it combed. And everything you eat goes straight through. They call them soup strainers for a reason. Yeah, but you, when you're in the shower, you could just rinse it off and it's fine. I can't rinse my beard off? 
No. No. You got like it's, it's jowl pockets. To, to clean <laughs> the crevices. And I have a crevice tool on my loofah for uh, oh. all the crevices in my face. Thanks. I'm growing a beard. Uh, I started my beard in October. I think I had some of it while you were visiting. Yeah, you did. Yeah, there was some beardage happening. I feel like I should have taken more pictures. Next time I see Ollie, he's going to be like 15. Yeah, we got to... I feel like you should have stayed some more days. I feel like that. that about everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Those big went. road trips, as soon as you get back, it's like, ah, wait, where did I go? Yeah, no, I'm see like... I, it started being a blur of, of places that even just thinking about places that I had coffee hmm. or or places that I lunch or or gas stations that we stopped at it just like what the fuck happened where am I what day is it am I home this is weird I never thought I'd be here it's like when we got back from the London trips or the New York trip which like we should do that again but, in a year but or like two. pay attention because <laughs> seems like yeah, we missed I, the whole thing I feel like uh, the first half of it was was very much like oh let's hang out here for a couple days and let's hang out here for a couple days and then it was like oh I just want to go home like I woke up in, in Philly and I was like I just kind of want to sleep in my own bed now mm. and then we were still like, oh, we still have all this stuff to do. We still have Pittsburgh and Columbus. Well, not Columbus, but Milwaukee and not Milwaukee. <laughs> but, like, we just still had all of this shit left to do. And um, it got to the point where uh, after after we left, you guys, we drove nonstop to uh, Wichita. And it was so weird a couple days later, or the, even a day later, just being like, wow, we... We woke up yesterday in Wichita and went to sleep last night in Arizona. <laughs> like everything kind of blurred. Yeah, the just hearing about what your stops were made me tired. Yeah, and it was uh, especially I wasn't I didn't really drive at all on the way out, but the way back I was doing like at least seven hours at a time yeah. and I would just cross state lines like oh okay that's the thing I guess I'm here now okay am I home yet no what is the GPS oh no I don't want to know what the GPS says anymore like <laughs> yeah that starts out being your best friend you're like dude I know exactly yeah. when I'm gonna get home that's so rad I'll bet if like, I speed up like five miles per hour it'll go even faster like no and especially especially with um the the time zones and the fact that while we were gone daylight savings happened and yeah. Arizona doesn't do daylight savings it's like I don't even know when we're supposed to be home let's just keep driving there's a guy he almost hit me he was like at one point I was super tired we were somewhere in upstate Arizona so it was like we're almost home we're almost home we're almost home and then this guy just he was tailing me and then I I finally passed the guy that I was trying to pass and got over to the right and then he just this guy just immediately tried to turn into me and it was scary and I was kind of done with driving at that point and I just did not drive the rest of the way. it was only a couple hours till home but it was still road trips man <laughs> I'm already planning another one yeah. <laughs> I get 
We're gonna do a two-day road trip from, or at least two days of driving, from our place down to Georgia to see my whole family this summer, and take Ollie with. So that'll be interesting to see how he deals. Yeah, that, and that doesn't seem too bad. He's he's getting of the age where you know you can just sit him with a couple books and. Yeah, like on the one hand, he can't roam around the entire back of the car like I used to be able to do. But on the other hand, he will have a, like, nine-inch screen that can show movies and he can play games on, which I never had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's reading now, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he's reading. He's only sight-reading some words. Like, he will okay. he can sit and sound out a word or two if you ask him to. And he has some words that he knows on sight, you know, like cat, bear, dog, the... Right. But, no, he's he's not, like, sitting down and reading a book yet. He totally will be by summer. Jesus. God. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, Ollie. Stop it. This is hard. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Deathless Assassin says, asks, uh, would you consider adding memory to fax machines, but only for butts? Hmm. I think I think the answer is no. I think butts are best when they're captured in your own memory. Or, yeah, or and the it's memory also, on your cell phone. Um, what? Or the memory on your cell phone. <laughs> or the memory on your internet browser history. Exactly. Um. So, as somebody that has no control over this whatsoever, so my opinion means nothing. Um. <laughs> I, I think it would be weird, just especially, like, the, the butts that were available uh, for April Fool's Day. Just because it takes away the specialness of having that photocopied monster. And then there would be, like, an infinite amount of insert your thing that you want to insert into a butt here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was I was personally thinking of it in terms of like, for instance, um, at at Columbus at the auction, um, I I put up butts on auction as a joke, and I ended up getting informed that I could put Multizar's butt faxed butt up for auction, so that you know somebody can win that, and someone fucking Moody paid like eighty dollars for it or something. Yeah some ridiculous amount of money so like not saying that you know everything is for profit or whatever but it was like that is a special item and it was that that particular instance it was going towards a good cause to to make sure that columbus meets can continue to happen but right. you know if if those were just available in the wild it would have gone for you know a dollar instead and what we're saying is we want our butts to be special yeah butts are special every single one is different and you never know what you're going to get. Butts are like snowflakes. And, they and are. the whole, like, the asshole part actually kind of looks like a snowflake, and no two of them are alike. Now you crossed the line, Scully. No, you don't <laughs> like talking about buttholes, just, just butts? No, no buttholes, just butts. Mm. Just the flesh. Yeah. No sphincter talk around here. Let's try and keep it classy. I really and hope that you call your autobiography No Buttholes, Just Butts. Oh, yeah, I should do that. Maybe I should do that for NaNoWriMo next year. <laughs> I'm writing a novel <laughs> called 
no buttholes, just butts. It could be you could just it could be like a collection of your sassy wisdom. Yeah, my sassy sassy wisdom. Yeah. And you every could, other word is boner, or fart, or dick. Run everything through best joke ever before you publish it. I'm doing I, it. I wrote twenty thousand words today. Um, Eighteen thousand of them are butt, and the other two thousand are boner. <laughs> Actually, the other uh, 1,500 and the remaining 500 are fart. Yeah, I would probably put fart in there. A pretty decent amount of farting, farts, times, stuff. This is getting weird. I feel like I'm going to bang my glasses on this microphone because it's set up for somebody that is a foot taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to read. Anyway. Um, uh, alpha. Can we answer that? No memory butts. Yeah, no, butts. no mining for butts. Uh, alpha Omicron says, "What is the speediest, most optimalist profile decoration? Jack o' lantern or magnetic sculpture? Magnetic sculpture. Magnetic sculpture. I don't even have one yet, but magnetic sculpture. <laughs> so metal. I thought I sent you a magnetic sculpture. No, I sent somebody else a magnetic sculpture. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you one. I sent one no, to right. I sent one I, to Riff because I found out that Riff is an admin, but he doesn't have the uh, arbitrary item generation thing that I do. Yeah, he. I th- I think he just doesn't want it. I think he just wants to be a regular guy. Yeah, he did say that it would have made him too tempted to cheat when playing the game, which is not really an issue for me because I just play the game for a while until the first cheating opportunity arises and then take it. So from nope. my, uh, I just summoned my Think Nerd stuff today. I got a magnetic sculpture kit. Do you want it? Uh, 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 no, no, I don't. Thank you though. Okay. You should give it to. Hold on. You should give it to. Who doesn't have one yet? You should give it to. Hey radio, who Soul doesn't Dan. have Soldan. Soldan. You should Soul give it to Soldan. Soldan, do you have one yet? Who is Soldan? A guy. Soldan. No, I was asking chat. That was a oh. slash who is. He's a guy. I'm going to put trouble face oh, yeah. says to give you this. And I always do whatever trouble face says. <laughs> Good. Oh, hey, I have sorry, two. I'm Peterman. totally sending... Better look next time. I'm totally sending Casey Wiederman one, too, because he constantly covers for me on the radio. Okay. Yay! And you get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. <laughs> me! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, what in the... I was gonna... Oh, I was gonna talk about um, my favorite magnetic sculpture that I've seen so far, but I think... I think it's just getting to be a little too, uh, a little too hard to decide. It was, for a really long time, it was, shit. Wow, germs is pretty nice. Cheese are a lot on here now. Never mind, I can't even find it, there are too many and my shit's not loading. Oh, bone kickers is good. I like bone kickers. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, 
uh, yeah. So, oh, did you hear that the um, the what is their what is their name even the the people that the people that make the magnetic sculpture things? Uh-huh. What is their names? Oh, the dudes who can't sell their shit in the U.S. or whatever. Yeah, like it. it they Bucky they balls. ended up having this bulk. Yeah, buckyballs. Yeah, that's it. Um, they had this huge sale. It's probably gotten better since then, but they had like a a sale that it was like ten to fifteen dollars for these things that were originally up to sixty dollars. Wow, I think I just fucked up my browser. <laughs> yeah. Trying to look at people's sculptures. Lucky Puck has a nice one. See, I made my cute little skull and then found that people have made skulls far bigger and more elaborate. And then I was like, well, it's another thing like Minecraft where I would do it for like 10 minutes and build like a tiny thing and be happy and then see what everybody else had done and then I would be sad. See, in in Minecraft... I, th- I feel like the same thing happened to me because I started off playing on um, this multiplayer server that one of my friends had started and I just had like you know this little hut and dug down and was doing all the excavating and I had a little farm set up and everything and then I went on to the dev server of Minecraft and it was like just blown away there were just people had made these crazy elaborate, things riff had like an entire island full of wolves or something and just like uh yeah i i can't compete and i just stopped going on multiplayer servers after that because i'm mostly into the exploring thing now ever since they introduced the uh, the almost infinite worlds i got really into stuff right Dun 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 dun. And what's next? Um, what's next is the thing where I stop typing so I can start talking. Yeah, how about you do that? Stop being nice to people forever. Uh, the dog Just delusion kidding. says, "What would be better?" Better in uh, quotes. A dude with nearly infinite meat buying up all the Mr. A's and driving the price way up, or a dude with nearly infinite Mr. A's offloading them all into the mall and crashing the price. Actually, not. Either of those would be pretty shitty for us. Yeah, and I, I mean, if because of my heart, I would think that the uh, the latter one, the dude with nearly infinite mysteries offloading them, I think that would be better. But that's just because when I first started playing, mysteries were like six or seven mil, and there were like four or five people that just gave me one, and I feel like that might. I don't know for sure because I'm not a new player anymore, but that might be less of a thing now because they're so expensive and either people are scared that the person they give it to is just going to turn around and sell it or that's a big loss now. I don't know. Yeah, if they get too cheap, then there's less incentive to donate because it's easier to farm them. But if they get too expensive, then people who would otherwise be playing to farm for meat stop playing, and that pulls out some of the underpinnings of the economy, and it brings down people's enthusiasm level, which makes them less likely to, t- to recommend the game to others. So yeah, I think it's a really delicate balance, and I'm glad that we've got what we've got. 
yeah yeah no i mean i i was thinking of it in terms of um like one one store in the mall putting mysteries in there for i don't know why he would even do this or she uh, but saying they put them in for like seven mil or two mil or something, but it would just be that one store. And especially if there was a limit to how many, like, I feel like some of the 11 mil would still sell, but it would fuck with the economy, of course. But, um, I don't know because of my heart. I think it's cute to help out the little guys and it's yeah. fun. Although I wonder <laughs> what, if it would really do anything if somebody dumped like a hundred cheap Mr. A's in the market. I feel like they would be immediately bought up and just incorporated into somebody else's store. Yeah, that that is also a possibility. So it could uh, be that just like just nothing would happen. By the way, not too many people have a lot of Mr. Accessories on hand, it looks like. I have one. I'm a winner. I mean in the store. Oh. It's, uh, yeah, it's weird for me, because I'm, it was, Mr. Accessories were between four and five mil for so long now that that's what I think of them as being. So when I see them at 11, it's like, whoa, what happened? That's like, every time I notice that a gallon of milk is now over three goddamn dollars, like, what, what, wait. You should probably just stop drinking milk. I can't. I, I drink all the milk. Stop it. It does a body good. No, it doesn't. Emily. <laughs> In the distance, um, my wife totally outed you with your real name. Yeah. Oh. I know. It's not like I have a podcast or anything that right. people know my real name. Oh, you almost made me feel bad, husband. Do you want to yeah. take a? <laughs> do you want to take a little break so I can kill this spider? Yes, I need to get some more whiskey and smoke a cigarette. So that would be a great idea. All right, fifteen minutes spider killing break, everyone. Cool. And we're back. Are we back? Trouble face. Trouble face. Trouble face. Aaron McGarren, trouble face isn't back yet. That's okay. We're back. You know it. We know it. So we uh, went from talking about booze to talking about marijuana. Um, so apparently if you're standing, it's still, like, rules against smoking cigarettes still apply to smoking weed. Um, I'm still wondering why it's illegal to distill spirits. Like, you can brew beer, but you can't make whiskey. And I wonder if that's just because if you fuck up and make you could make something that could blind people instead of getting them drunk, or in addition to getting them drunk? Or if it's that owning a still is dangerous? I don't know. I think it's the dangerousness of it. Because, I mean, if you if you build a still improperly, people can die very right. easily. And if, and if there's unrelated, unregulated booze around then people can die from that, too, if there's too much of it. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, if if somebody 
if somebody makes some kind of booze, if they make whiskey or whatever, and they have no idea what proof it is because they don't know enough about it to be able to tell and somebody drinks too much of it and dies, like that, then the person who makes it could probably go to jail for involuntary manslaughter. (laughs) Or if they make Sterno instead of booze and don't know. He's like, moonshine could make you go blind back in the day. It, it still can, I think, can it? Yeah, well, I'm sure if it's if it's made the same shitty way, I'm sure it would. Yeah, I don't know. It ju- it does. Uh, Solden says a still is no more dangerous than a pressure cooker. A pressure cooker can be dangerous, but I guess I, I guess you're allowed to have them. <clears throat> Strange. Yeah, <clears throat> I and I'm sure that I'm sure that if it was legal, they would have. Much like you can purchase, you know, beer brewing supplies, you could probably also purchase still supplies if it were legal. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a thing. I've heard that, and I know people who have done the distilling, even though it's illegal. I know a lot oh, of yeah, me too. rebels and outlaws. <coughs> Excuse me. Russell Butter says it depends on the state. What's going on with the distilling? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like the people I know who are brewing beer right now would probably be fine at distilling things if they were allowed to, because they they're not the like bought a Mister Brew kit and made a gallon of beer. They're regularly making kegs of beer and coming up with their own recipes and shit. Yeah. It's like the hardcore dudes with beards are going to be able to pull that off. Man, we had some of the best beer. A couple of weeks ago, we went up to a little microbrewery that was in a metal shed in the middle of, like, in the middle of Lake Superior, on the shore of Lake Superior. And it was this guy and his wife making beer. And uh, there was this, like, thick, syrupy stout that was the best stout I've ever had. But you can't huh. get it any more than like three miles from where they brew it. It's great. Yeah, there was um there was a KOL meet in New York City a couple of years ago, um, and Belsonk was there and he, he brews his own beer and it was he had um he had like some kind of lager and some kind of porter and they were both just super delicious, like better than anything that I can buy out here in the desert and I was I was super impressed and it it's it's really just a matter of like things being in the wrong hands you know like there's yeah. if if it's legal for everybody there's going to be some 18 year old out there buying all this shit and brewing in his mom's basement and and distilling in his mom's basement and fucking shit up somehow and then a bunch of his friends die because they're they don't even know their limits yet so I don't know regulated versus unregulated what what legal in P- I need to move back to Pennsylvania pretty pretty fast apparently because because unpasteurized milk is legal in Pennsylvania yeah let's let's drink some un- I don't even drink milk anymore do you need to drink some raw milk raw organic locally sourced milk I don't want to well, at yeah, all I didn't ask you if you wanted to really uh, stop the- telling me what to do jeez the Erosion Seeker says, Can you fling a best joke ever for me with a gift to Bolt and see what it does? I want to have it on the KOL wiki for all to giggle at. 
But children, you must understand that it's not like we create a gift item and it just automatically has a snappy one-liner for the gift default. If it's a thing that we're not expecting anybody to gift default, it's probably not going to have a message. So, yeah, the, yeah, the best joke ever wouldn't do anything in a gift default. It's also the fact that there are no more best joke ever's happening. Like, all of the ones in existence are either going to be stored in my display case forever or are going to be used by somebody at some point. Mm. Which sucks, but, you know, I can understand why, right? It was just like an inside joke that went a little too far and now it's right. a thing. I got such the concerned message about that. Somebody saying, like, I've seen the results of this best joke ever chat effect, and I just really don't think that this is the kind of game that I'm used to playing, blah, blah, blah. And so I had to assure them that it was a thing that wasn't in the regular distribution. No. And uh, I feel that like was before the Smudorks, though, which probably by now people don't give a shit about the best joke yeah. ever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if if I could sit and explain to everybody who has a problem with it why it even exists, then they would think that, oh, that's just a funny little inside joke that happened, and that's a thing that exists in fewer and fewer quantities. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like people are going to be upset about things no matter what. So, I laughed. <laughs> As I've learned, people will be upset about everything all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Smug hipster, you're not even supposed to be listening to the radio. Go listen to some vinyl records in your... Well, now that... He wouldn't have listened to the radio back when 150 or 300 people or three... I think we had a couple of thousand people listening live via mirrors back in the day. That's so, scary. Smug Hipster wouldn't have been listening back then, but now that people have moved on to podcasts, he's he's into uh, the radio again. Wow, maybe, maybe he should listen to my podcast <laughs> and then tell me what he thinks about the podcast. Would you, say that your, uh, would you say that your podcast is not yet cool? I don't think so. I don't think it's cool yet. I mean, it's cool okay, for so. me. It's cool for me to get emails that are like, hey, you guys are awesome. And I'm like, sweet. But in terms of people knowing about it, I don't think it's very cool. Like, it's yet. not. It's safe for him to listen to as a hipster. Because it's not cool yes. yet. Yes. Okay. We only have 170 likes on Facebook. And last time I checked, there were only seven people following us on Twitter. <laughs> I think there's only one person following our show. How many likes does Horror Show Hot Dog have on Twitter? I don't know. You guys are actually regular with that. We're all... We live in different places and can't record all the time. We were supposed to do a show tonight, and then it ended up that between Melissa having to get up early tomorrow and working kind of late, and then me having already signed on to do this. Someday it'll be a thing again, I promise. Man. Internet. Only, only 61 people like... Uh, like us on Twitter. I, I, oh, I like you on Facebook. I'm sorry, Facebook, I mean. We have nine followers on Twitter, though. Oh, man, I should, I should check our, our Twitter and see. Let's, let's just measure our dicks really fast. Yeah, I got I nothing. probably have done it like so this. So we have a, we have a couple hundred people a week are downloading the podcast, but 
Only 61 of them have liked us on Facebook. Come on, you guys. We have, we have nine followers on Twitter. Maybe they're the same nine people. Maybe. Hey, guys. Do, are you cheating on us with uh, Video Games Taco? Who yes. Knows? Yes, yes, you are, you little scamps. Seabook uh, says, So it's kind of like having fun verifying we're not pulling anime titles out of our rears in this year's Crumbo Town thread. That is a heartwarming display of the the democratic nature of this game. That I have the the animals have their name generators based on anime, but I don't know apparently any anime. So yeah, me neither. Those lists that had maybe ten entries in them now have twenty by people just throwing out names, and every one of them that I thought had to have been something somebody was making up. Turned out to be totally a thing. They'll call they'll call an anime just about any damn thing. Yeah, I I I feel like um, a, a couple of the things I know um, I'm in the the notorious Crimbo Party clan right now, and there are people discussing, and I, I even saw it in hardcore earlier of people discussing various various animes and and how they thought it was super clever and and that it was crazy that sometimes it actually matches up with an actual anime and right. I was like I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I know like is Cowboy Bebop even an anime? Like right. how about the Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> like I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I know that Death Note is really good. That's all I really know. Yeah, today well when I wrote them I just wrote down all the ones that I could think of and then did a quick search for 100 most popular and then of those came up with like I thought I had more examples for these than I did when I started but now people have added enough like we doubled the size of one of these tables today so it was beautiful you guys are beautiful you beautiful people cutie cutes um, um. So do we do we want to tackle this Devonin yeah, par- paragraphs? The Devonin monster post. Let's do it. All right, to Scully. Hey, dear Scully, when are you going to release your first rap album? Well, I have a single that I will be releasing probably mid-January. That is the song that I auctioned off at Columbus for Glebe's. I'm very excited about it. It's written, and it's really cool. And I just have to sit down and record it and make beats and stuff. Is it about Glebes? He wanted me to write it about the game that he's been writing called Laser Mike. So. Oh, yeah, okay. The song is called Laser Mike. And it's kind of about Glebes and kind of about how awesome I am and kind of about Laser Mike a little bit. Because that's how I roll. Should be Sweet. pretty cool. Uh, do you think you'll be able to resist a trademark Scully Crimbo rant this year? Uh, yeah, as I have for every year except the one that I got all pissed off. Uh, How about you chill out, bro? You need to stop freaking out, man. But I'm so calm. Chill. Just fucking breathe, okay? I, I'm not upset at all. (laughs) It's like, whoa, back off, bro. Uh, do you... (laughs) Also, do you guys get actual formal Christmas holidays at ASM, or does the freewheeling nature of your hours work just mean you can chill out for a day or two with the family? Um, we are probably more likely to be working on any given holiday than somebody who has a real job. 
Yeah, that's um, especially I know, true of Jake. Uh, what was it? Two years ago, um, ha- about a half an hour before Christmas dinner was ready, um, Jake's mom was cooking Christmas dinner. Uh, Jake had to go to the data center for hours because something went wrong. So he definitely spent his Christmas Eve in a chilly as fuck room with a bunch of computer servers in it and missed Christmas dinner. And yeah, so holidays don't really mean anything, but totally worth it because work is fun. Yeah, and you can also take your like couple of weeks and go travel and that's yeah. okay your boss and, isn't going to tell you you can't because you took him with you yeah that that was pretty nice it sucked for my bank account but you know <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on vaginal blood farts off stated desire to not do the whole Santa Claus thing with his boy were you ever tempted to not do the imaginary holiday people Santa Easter Bunny Tooth Fairy etc I don't think we're doing Easter Bunny because I always felt like the Easter Bunny was kind of an also-ran. Like, we got an Easter basket every year, but we were never in doubt that it came from our parents. The, like, I am kind of ambivalent about doing Santa thing, but it just seems like you have to. Like, I'm more worried that I would be depriving him of something by not doing Santa. Yeah, and especially now that he's in preschool, so his classmates are going to be talking about Santa. Yeah, like and his teachers are going to be talking about Santa. So he's gonna be smart enough and socially awkward enough that giving him one more thing that makes him different from his peers is probably a bad idea. So to have him be like, "Well, there isn't a Santa Claus. It's just Mom and Papa. They just bring presents." Yeah, no. We've only got a couple of more years to do it. This is the shit that amazes me, that, like, the time in which you believe in Santa is almost up for this kid, and it seems like he just got here. Yeah. Well, they they grow really fast, man. Yeah. I feel like your kid's supposed to still be a baby. Tooth Fairy is totally happening. Yeah. He probably won't buy it. Like, I didn't buy it, but that's fine. I don't know. I feel like um, I I found out very young that those things didn't exist, and it was it was hard to not tell my classmates because I was I was raised in the way that I was raised. You know, I was like, well, no, Santa is your parents, and if you're poor, you're not going to get a new bike, hmm. <laughs> like. Because it's not magical elves, it is your parents shelling out real money that they had to earn in order to buy you this shit, so... So, yeah, I don't know. You know, I kind of had a problem with that the first Christmas that we had with Ollie. Or was it the second? I don't know. They, like, Jess wanted all of the expensive presents to come from Santa. And it's like, no, I I feel like we need to he needs to know that we bought him these things instead of just oh my parents didn't get me dick but my parent my Santa Claus he totally had my back like I, I don't want him to feel that way I said Santa can have you know he can have the mid-range shit but the really cool stuff needs to come from us we went back and forth on that a little bit so do you think weird. that um weird. that what oh the, the whole thing is just weird like Think, having to think about this shit and knowing that my parents never thought about it. They're yeah. just like, well, of I course, mean, 
Santa Claus, Santa Claus and Jesus. Do you think that it would be better if not you specifically, but if if parents in general were to have all of the presents for their children come from Santa and then have, you know, they they exchange their gifts to each other separately without the kid around so that the kid just thinks that Santa brought all this shit or and then he finds out later when he finds out when he's like 10 that no that wasn't Santa that was his parents the whole time and they were really fucking great and yeah I don't, I don't know it was pretty organic in my house we would have like a couple of bigger presents from Santa and then stuff from my parents too like, Jess and I don't get each other presents though which people huh. think people think that's weird, but it's just you know, like if we're gonna spend money on each other, we're gonna probably do it together, doing a thing instead of right. So yeah, it's just it's never been a thing. But my dad always surprised my mom with jewelry or perfume or something every year. They were really big on like maxing out a credit card for Christmas and paying it off the rest of the year. Like it was a huge deal for them. Wow. And I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I feel like we are in we are in a place where I've I've gotten to the point where I will buy I will buy Jake something he specifically asked for, which takes a lot of fucking questioning. Right. But um, I'll buy him something he actually asked for. I will make him something, and then I will buy him something that I just see around over the course of the year that I think he would like. Right. And most of the time, uh, he appreciates the thing that I make the most. So I've just kind of been... Last year, I, I definitely was relying on that a lot. And then this year, I, I don't even know what I'm going to fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> I can only paint so many robots before it becomes cliche. Um, now that family hot dogs stop being a thing, are there any hot dog network podcasts you want to get off the ground? Horror show hot dog. Have you guys considered having a non-asymmetric and direct friends of asymmetric podcasts on the Hot Dog Network? Yes. I mean, that's kind of what Video Games Taco started as like an offshoot of Hot Dog, but now it's its own thing and going like gangbusters. Yeah, but I don't... I, I mean, we are we are all direct friends of asymmetric podcasts. Like, the, the taco thing started as being the girlfriend podcast because... I I got sad that I wasn't allowed to be on Video Games Hot Dog because Jick would feel too awkward having me there. Or, like, he would be thinking too into having me there and not really be able to focus on what was going on. So, so like, we made it, the, like, oh, the Girlfriends podcast. And, and uh, if there's ever any a time, which, because there's always at least going to be one of us recording remotely, if there's any ever a time when we go to record and somebody's not available, we could get someone to do it. And I've, I've been actually seriously considering um, putting a thing out for... I, I feel like it's kind of sexist to say, but I'm a girl, so I'm allowed to be sexist. Uh, having a thing where, like, we would have some kind of backup of a person who is just, you know, a normal girl who just really likes video games, who we don't know personally, to come in and give their opinion on various things. I think that would be really cool. So I think you're That's right. not even a question to cool. me. What do you think, Scully? Yeah, the, <laughs> my first thought was, well, we did, we're doing a horror show, and that's going pretty well. Yeah. They're your friends. 
And that, I mean, I was sad about Family Hot Dog stopping being a thing. Um, it Being able to record it relied entirely on my kid going to sleep at Matt and Greta's house. Because we could go right. over there, we could put the kid to sleep, and then we could do the podcast. And when that stopped, we just couldn't do it anymore. Right. And everybody got busy. And, you know, I actually was embarrassed enough about that that I waited until we had recorded over ten episodes of Horror Show to even ask if we could join the Hot Dog Network. So... Which is adorbs. It's totally did, adorbs. Um, did, did Roy, the pretentious artist, uh, make your logo? Yeah. Hmm. We made our own logo, because we're cool. See, I made a logo for Family Hot Dog, and then I got a message from Roy that said, Hey, I saw your logo, but I thought perhaps you would enjoy this logo better. It was it was really weird. Um, I we, we had one episode of Taco where we were talking about creating a logo, and... I, I, you know, went home and I had this idea in my head of what I was going to make. And before I even could put it on a piece of paper, I logged in and Jenny had already made exactly what I was thinking. Ah. So I'm like, okay, that's our logo. Maybe eventually we'll make it in color. But other than that, that's our logo and it's perfect. So anyway, it was great. But yeah, it would be cool to have more stuff on the network. Yeah. And I... I, I really feel like it, it is a matter of finding your niche, right? Like, Family Hot Dog didn't work out because you guys all have kids, right? Right, the so one thing that made it So, if your kid gets sick it. or your kid can't fall asleep or whatever, like, you're fucked, so. I'm nervous, man. We're going to lose Done for a lot of the the broadcast year. He's He's going out to the West Coast to be Hollywood for a while. Maybe he should come and visit us out here in the desert. Yeah. So that's gonna suck some balls. Hopefully we'll we'll soldier through. He's he's the heart and soul of uh, Horror Show Hot Dog, though. I don't know what that show is like without him. I have not listened to it yet, and I'm sorry. I I it's weird listening to people I know on podcasts. It's really weird. Like I'm pretty sure that like. There's no reason to listen to it if you're not into horror movies, I think. Probably. I am, though. Like, I was about to say, hey, well, I could be a guest on your podcast because i that is what I do when I'm going to sleep. I look up horror movies on Netflix. That'd be pretty tight. And they're usually shitty horror movies. We've had, uh, I don't know, kind of 50-50, I'd say, with things that are good and things that are crappy. I don't know. Have you have you seen Low? L O Low. No, that's mm, the, so that's good. Got that freaky it's not cover. horror, really. What? That's got a freaky cover, doesn't it? Yeah, well. it's it's the demon who is Low. Like that's the demon's right. name. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty fucking great. And I'm usually into more of the psychological or I mean, what one of my favorite movies currently is Cabin in the Woods just because it just is that psychological fuck with you type of movie but um, yeah Low is really good it's got a really good storyline I totally get behind you watching that forever Um, okay so more questions Um, oh these are to me now two trubs 
Um, have you ever gotten to a point yet where your role in the company includes any content, either as ideas or writing or anything? Do you have any cool ideas you're trying to get into the game? Weird timing. Um, one of the one of the first times Jake and I ever hung out, um, we were talking about our various interests, and I mentioned I was into snowboarding, and he said he would make me a snowboarding game, and we started talking about uh, what that would entail and um it ended up being a game about how you do sick tricks off these ramps and you vomit blood and you have an insure meter instead of a boost meter that gives you bonus points and um all of that was incorporated into the uh mclarge huge revamp so Hmm. already done (laughs) nice um I, I mean, as far as cool ideas I'm trying to get in the game, I, every so often I'll, I'll make a, a dumb joke and, and somebody will, will build that into something that is usable. But for the most part, I mean, I, I don't really care. I feel like it is, it is very much a thing that I'm such a small part of that I don't really... Like, if something like, for instance, the vomiting blood and insure meter shit makes it into KOL, I'm like, whoa, like, oh, shit, yeah, okay, people I know actually work on this game. Ah. (laughs) Uh, You know, for the most part, it's just very much, I will tell dumb jokes all the time, all day, every day, and I don't really... Cool ideas, though, I, I mean... Every every time I log into KOL, I feel like it is a complete game, and then they put more content into it, and it makes it even more complete in my heart. So, Aww. yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm a heart. <laughs> Bling. <clears throat> uh, well, can we expect to see perhaps some video game taco episodes more often than once every way too long? Weekly, he says. Weekly. Dude, yeah, I know. I know. Um... We were going to do one tonight, like I said, and then it turns out one of us is flying home for Christmas, and then the uh, another one is flying out here to Arizona for Christmas, and so if, if we can actually get it so that we are set up and ready to go, and everybody is available, then yes, we will... I, I wanted I wanted to make it a weekly thing, but with Melissa being in Chicago, it's very much not possible right now i mean between her schedule personally and and my schedule and jenny's schedule and trying to make it all coincide in such a way that we actually have two hours or two and a half hours or five hours or whatever to sit down and do something i mean we try to make up for it because uh, for the last episode we tried to make up for it by having a three hour long episode so that uh so that we could actually you know answer the questions before they got too outdated and talk about things before they got too outdated and i don't know i i i hope so i hope it becomes a weekly thing but i can't promise anything until melissa moves back here so it is it is slightly grueling the weekly schedule <clears throat> like when we started doing horror show i thought it couldn't be that hard to watch two or three movies in a week and it turns out it is it's super hard to watch three movies in a week especially when 
your wife isn't into horror at all. So I can only watch them when the boy is at preschool and the wife's at work. So, uh, I don't know. It, it's been strange, but rewarding. Gotta say. It's also a lot different when you try and approach something that you usually enjoy, but you're trying to approach it from a critical point of view. Yeah. Like, I came across that a lot when I started just downloading games that I might not be interested in, but I would be interested in talking about. Or, you know, like, you you could sit and watch horror movies for five hours straight if you knew that you didn't have to talk about them afterwards. You know? Like, it's just... Nah. Well, for me, it's just that I don't consume a lot of entertainment anymore. Because I just have shit to do, which sucks. But, uh... Yeah, gone are the days when I would just sit and watch the entire Star Wars trilogy again, because I can. Yeah. It takes an effort. I did that. I, can't, I feel like I can't really talk because I don't have a kid. <laughs> but, yeah, I do that every so often. I sat and rewatched all of Futurama over the course of like two days, and I was just so happy that I could. Hmm. I love that that's a thing, but you can just do that now. They need to start having really good shit. Like, I would I would totally give money to somebody to make Are You Afraid of the Dark available on Netflix. I would fucking give money to that. <laughs> like, I feel like something like that might lose its mystique over the course of, you know, 15 years or whatever. But, um, la 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 la. Oh, there's another question. What is the coolest project you have in mind for the pile of crafts materials you got recently? Um, well, I have a crafting problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like the coolest project that I have in mind is I want to make a Christmas tree for next year um, out of paper. Because I just have a shit ton of paper sitting around and... I think that would be really cool if I took a bunch of old books and scrapbooking paper and made a cool tree. Hooray. <laughs> I really like the garlands, though. I like the way they turn out. So I'm pretty excited about that, too. Hmm. Also, do you think I should invest in an iPad 3? Or should I get an iPad 2 used until it be cheaper? I'm probably mostly going to use it for board games. Hmm. Hmm. I have an iPad 2 and I like it a lot. And it serves all of the purposes that it could possibly serve. So I would say get a 2 because it's going to support every iOS for at least the next year. You should wait um, till September and get a 4. No, no. I don't understand that. I don't understand why people need to buy things as soon as they come out. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, I, I would get the iPad 2 used because they're cheaper. And if you're not super concerned with Retina Display because you're using it for board games instead of, like, MMOs and shit. Um, I mean, the, the Retina Display on the iPad 2 is so good that, whatever, board games, do it. Get Ascension, and we can play each other in Ascension, Devin and Do it. 
Oh, you kids and your iPads. At least you're not in the fuck iPads corner anymore. No, I'm more of just like, yeah. I eventually want a tablet. We'll probably get one in the next six months, but I can't justify buying an iPad when there are cheaper options that are pretty decent. And I'm already, like, balls deep in the Android app universe. Yeah. So, well, it makes I more mean, sense to get an Android thingy. I feel like all of... The, I mean, it's not that I feel like... I know that all of the all of the Apple products I currently own were given to me, basically. Um, like, I have gotten... I'm so used to getting hand-me-downs that it's not even a thing. Um, I, I've like every iPhone that I've had has been a hand-me-down. When either Hot Stuff or Jick gets an, the new iPhone, I get their old one. And um, the iPad, I use it, but it was originally bought for um, credit card purchases and keeping track of purchases at San Diego Comic Con and KOL Con. So, but like I watch Netflix on it, so. Um, yeah, I don't. I I would get the iPad too, used and and then maybe wait because I mean I still have my iPad too. Well, it's not mine, but whatever. I still have an iPad too, and it works great. And I have yet to run into an app that will not run because it's outdated. So do that. Work. Scully, you need to stop typing. It's distracting. But everybody wants to talk to me. I don't know. The, the Xenotaco just posted it's cold in here, and since I've been listening to Baby It's Cold Outside over and over, I just imagined an alternate version of the song where the girl really wants to stay, but the guy is trying to get her to leave by telling her how cold it is inside. <laughs> but... Then that doesn't make any sense when you get to the line that says, "What's in this drink?" <laughs> that makes it a that makes it a really inappropriate song. I don't like that song because well, it's inappropriate. No, because back in the day, you would say, "Ooh, what's in this drink?" When you were trying to say, "Oh, I'm feeling a little tipsy. Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should." No, it's that. roofies. It's oh. roofies. I mean, if you're gonna interpret it with a modern bent, she says. I should say no, 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 sir. At least I'm going to say that I tried. Which means that she's going... She's planning on accusing him of date rape after yeah. consensual sex. So, really, who's the creep here? They're both creeps. It's a creepy song. I don't, it's not a I creepy don't song. Like it. It's these two people <laughs> who are having a nice night and they want to fuck, but societal norms are standing in their way, so they overcome that and then they go fuck. Consensual sex with smut orcs. It's beautiful. Hey. Cool. Anyway, Bob the Joker says the elf name generator is your best one yet. I'm especially fond of the of the wind elves. I imagine farting superheroes every time I see one. Also, deeper elves are all porn stars. You okay? I didn't mean to put dick and fart jokes in the elf name generator. I just took. I noticed some naming conventions in anime and exploited them. Uh, somebody, is, dun, dun, dun. somebody is pointing out that Full Metal Alchemist is actually Full Metal is one word, which yeah, um, go fuck yourself with that. No. <laughs> um. So Feloni asks, 
Which of the folks on the KOL staff is most likely to attend a brony convention in the near future, and who is their best pony? Huh. Um, well. Um, you know, I've watched probably 75% of the series so far. At least the couple God, seasons really? that are on Netflix. Yeah. And it's pretty good. I don't consider myself a brony, per se. I don't own any merchandise or anything, but I do enjoy watching it with my kid. It's fun. Sometimes they do stuff like all the ponies go to the bowling alley and the entire cast of The Big Lebowski is there in pony form. So, occasionally it's clever and fun. But, uh... I feel like... You know, I don't, I don't think I'm going to a brony convention, and I would probably be the most likely on staff to do so. So, you know, Fluttershy for I really feel like, um... I feel like that... As much as I mm-hmm. want to not understand <laughs> bronies, I know enough of them, um, to be able to justify why they like it. Like, I've, I've asked... Stop dying... I have asked multiple people why they're bronies or why they're really into My Little Pony, and because the only the only fucking My Little Pony shit I can watch is the um, and the the weird parody videos where there's a lot of cussing and it's very the animation is very Ren and Stimpy, um, and you know bronies. See that is apparently there. It, it's similar to Adventure Time in that there is a lot. There are a lot of subtle jokes that are basically for the adults watching. I don't think that there are a whole lot of them, though. I think there there's the occasional. I mean, if you ask me, the appeal of the show is that it's post. Friendship is magic. Yeah, it's post ironic. Like there is very little irony in it, and there's very little grotesque in it. And, like, every week they have these kind of mid-level problems that are decently easy to solve that they solve and then everybody's happy. And I think that's comforting in a world that's full of bullshit. I don't know, like, some some of the episodes are psychedelic and weird and that's fun. And some of them have a whole lot of pop culture stuff and that's fun. But most of the time it's just pleasant. I gotta tell you, like, I've, I watched some Adventure Time, and I don't want to watch any fucking more Adventure Time, and I'm gonna make myself do it, because everybody loves it, but watching the pilot I mean, in the first, the first episode was just like, this sucks. <laughs> I no, cannot I, watch it. No, it finds its own thing. If, if you do not like Adventure Time at all, um, there is a series that Penn Ward, the guy who made Adventure Time, there is a, a web series that he does. Um, it's about these fucking superheroes, and it's just a lot more crass. It's not at all for children. Hmm. Um, I forget I forget the name of it, but I'm sure if you just search for Penn Ward, you can find it. Um, and it's, it's fucking awesome. Um... I, I like Adventure Time because of the, the subtle things and the nuances and the things that you have to watch the episode more than once to actually get. And I like Tree Trunks. Tree Trunks is awesome. I mean, I, at this point, I've seen the pilot and the first episode, which is not a whole lot to see. 
yeah. I admit that. You need to give it. You need to give it more of a, a thing. The a whole, chance. the fact that Lumpy Space Princess is a thing makes me not want to watch the show. But I try. I will try it. I'll try it some more when I have time. Please do. Please do. Because it means. So I don't much think you to should you. judge a show based on one character, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also kind of like taking shit from people about My Little Pony who love Adventure Time just makes me kind of hate Adventure Time more. Just like, fuck you, dude. You're watching a cartoon too. What is that? Like, where do you get off saying, well, this is dumb and immature. You shouldn't be watching this. Like, bro. See, I've always kind of been in the club, They're all cartoons, man. Because I can't stop watching cartoons no matter how old I get. Yeah, I'm much the same way. Like, I was watching Animaniacs in the 90s. I was too old for that. Oh, I was just the right age for that. (laughs) Yeah, I was like five in the 90s, bro. Man, I was like, I had my 10th birthday in the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) I really uh, did. (laughs) Salvamnis uh, says, of course, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. And, okay, uh, Salvamnis, I, I don't wish to insult you or your religious convictions at all, but I have to say that C.D. Moyer made a chat effect just for himself so that he prints do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law and love is the law, love under will, before and after everything he types. And it's kind of hilarious. But anyway, we love you, Salvamnis. And, uh, also... You're only two days older than me on the Kingdom of Loathing internet web game. She says, That's do it, well, shall be the whole of the law. Scully, when is your annual Cumberland plan for? Oh, come on. I'm sorry, I didn't read that beforehand. Never blah, mind, Salvamnus. We're all making fun of you. Trouble face, are you enjoying any kinds of revenge, verbal or otherwise, while well, it hurts Jick to talk? No. I should. But I don't. Instead, I've been buying him too many noodles. <laughs> too many noodles? Yeah, he actually complained that I bought him two... Well, he didn't complain, but he pointed out that I bought him, like, every noodles. Because he really likes these butter noodles. And I bought him all that the local grocery store had in stock when he asked me to go grocery shopping. It's like all of, the, also, all of the same kind of noodle? Yeah. Huh? Yes. Interesting. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like... I... I felt like it was it was very much a, a test of the relationship to see how much each of us would put up with. Hmm. Uh, when he when he had first come out from under anesthesia, the first thing I did was um, I texted Scully, Hot Stuff, and Roy to let them know that he was still alive. Right. <laughs> and um, second thing I did was try and offer to hold his cup of water for him because he was super dehydrated because he wasn't allowed to eat or drink anything for 12 hours beforehand and he would not let me oh. and he kept in that same vein of being crabby self-sufficient guy for a couple of days but no I did not that I there's no revenge that I need to even impose on him because he's awesome so you know <laughs> Okay, it's so basically been buying him lunch and forgetting to eat myself. <laughs> the first time that uh, my wife was sick when we were dating, she, uh, I went to the store to get her cold medicine, 
and I'm kind of rarely sick myself, so kind of panicked in the aisle because nothing looked familiar. And I looked at every single box, and I picked up a thing and brought it home, and it turned out it was children's grape cough syrup. Oh. And given that she was like 18 and I was 24 at the time, she just made fun of me. <laughs> she made fun of me a lot. Like, you, you want me to be a child, I guess. Turns out. Uh, uh, so the final question here, Saul Nomnus says, uh, Imagine a world where KOL was your brainchild and Jick worked for you. What direction would you take the development of the game in and what tests would you make Jick do because you're the boss and can make him do it? Uh, well, if... KOL was my We would both child. make him walk around naked all the time. Yeah. Because the, uh, no. Because the, the game wouldn't have existed for more than, like, a year if I had been in charge of it. I probably would have stopped updating it six months after I started. Right. I, I should say the game wouldn't have existed at all if I had been developing it, because I would have, like, I would still be occasionally taking a lesson in programming PHP ten years later <laughs> and not having learned it. So, you know, we can all agree he's a stellar individual, but I I would probably make him make a mobile app for it already. And I would I would make him tell everybody what it. to do all the time. Yeah. That's <laughs> the one thing though that I would love to see done is make KOL be make KOL have a robust mobile app. And that's, and I don't know if you if you have a smartphone that with a touch screen and stuff and you don't go into the chat it it works out pretty well could, I don't know like on the so road trip I was now. playing KOL in the car all the time yeah. on my phone so I would kind of like to see the chat as a standalone app to be honest yeah that would be nice Maybe we could yell at C.D. Moyer enough to have that happen. I don't know where that is. Like, we keep... Occasionally I'll say, hey, we should do the mobile app, and Zach's, like, I told C.D. Moyer he could totally do it, and C.D. Moyer's like, I don't know if I should be doing it, and... I don't know. They're all busy. They're such busy guys, and I'm less busy, so I don't feel right telling them oh, I have to I'd, do something else. Oh, I... I just... Sorry. I just... We're we're running really short on time, and I just noticed that fucking American Elf is ending. Yeah. And I don't like that news that I just read on the internet. All right, so like, that's sad. Pour one out for American Elf. Uh, thank you very very much for joining me because this was pretty rad. Thanks for having me on this show where I could just drunkenly talk. I should go and eat some food because I'm really hungry and I'm full of whiskey. <laughs> yes, you should. We're entertaining. <laughs> right, Whoops. Thank you guys everybody. for listening. Good night, everybody.